0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Welcome to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with your host, Dee Lee. It is common for all of us to take things for granted, the familiar in our daily lives, For example, our home, our job, our health, our relationships with family and friends and pets. By paying attention and polishing your own life gems, you can add your light to life. And that creates a mighty gem. On today's program, you will learn how paying attention to the small things can make your life mighty. So polish the facets of the extraordinary jewels around you by joining your host, Dee Lee. Learn how being mighty is possible when you polish the extraordinary jewels in your life. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee.
2: Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels. My name is Dee Lee and today I'm here with my guest host, Lynn Sherell. Hi Lynn. Hello <laughs> So we're talking about being focused, and that's part of being empowered. And Most of us are a bit more awake than we used to be and we are starting to really look around and outside of ourselves. In our Mighty Gems series, we have been taking a close look at ourselves within and also outside of ourselves from a higher perspective and looking for a balanced reflective. Today we are discussing the sparkling nugget of focus. Most humans today live a normal life existence in a daily state of being overwhelmed There are so many distractions and bright, shiny objects that it can be hard to actually see what's in front of you. As a result, it's easy to operate with blinders in place and be numb about your life. Sometimes we even become asleep or immune to the potentials within. And the realities around us for living a more joy-filled existence, there's lots of things to really be focused on. The antidote is to simply start paying attention to the state of our own mindset along with acknowledging of where we are operating within our own life experience as well as being awake and seeing what is possible. It can feel like a huge mountain to climb when looking at the journey we are on when we are seeking our purpose and not really knowing how the road will end up. W.O. Mitchell said, what I focus on in life is what I get and if I concentrate on how bad I am or how wrong I am or how inadequate what I am if i concentrate on what i can't do and how that's not enough time in which to do it isn't what i get isn't that what i get every time and when i think about how powerful i am and when i think about what i have left to con- contribute to and when i think about the difference i can make on this planet then that's what i get you see i recognize that it's not what happens to you it's what you do about it So do you really find yourself, and I guess that's part of the pondering, um, since we're musers also in this process, um, part of the pondering is really taking a step back and and seeing what we're doing. So your, your focus really determines your results. And if your days pass and you cannot remember what you did, you're really not alone. That's pretty scary, actually. Yeah, a lot of
3: people are doing that, right? Yeah.
2: Many people have trouble paying attention with focus on what they're actually doing in their daily process. And as the day goes on, uh, they probably lose track of a lot of different things. By being actually present, which means in the moment, even the smallest moments of your life, you will find new levels of insight and clarity. Even more, you will not feel like your life is living uh, living you, but you are living it, and <laughs> it's also passing you, <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know we're really looking for some fulfillment and focusing on what really matters, which you know it's going to differ for each person, so that's part of you know the exploratory is really taking some time and um slowing down long enough to actually ask these questions because I think they're you know what matters is really what matters. <laughs> you have to know what matters to you right it's gonna be different for each person yeah and and really where do you start your actual journey i mean that's Mm -hmm. that's pretty profound actually Mm -hmm. i mean that's a question i think a lot of people don't have a clue Mm -hmm. and when they start looking at all the possibilities that can get even more interesting
3: Well, yeah, it's like life is an open system, right? You can jump in at any point, uh, you know, in the system and at any time in the system. It's like being, it's like a river. If life was a river, you know, it's continuously flowing. It never stops. It does not, (laughs) it doesn't give you a chance to catch up. Like you just put your boat in wherever you are and, you know, even if you want to be further upstream or downstream or whatever, and then you get to decide, do you want to point your boat upstream and, you know, kind of do it the hard way and fight against what's actually happening naturally? Or do you want to turn around and float and go with the flow? Um, you know, and sometimes people think, oh, I want to cross the river because I think it's going to be better over there and I'm going to take a break. Um, and then maybe they get stuck in the eddies, you know, <laughs> but you can jump in anywhere. Just do it.
2: (laughs) Well, I think that an action is something, um, you know, a stream is really a a good analogy because it's always flowing. I mean, the clock goes tick, tick, tick all day long. Mm -hmm. And do you listen to it? Probably not. But, you know, people check their watches a lot or their cell phones, um, whatever device they have, but um, really the time just streams forward and it's one of those where if you're trying to capture something and feeling like you have control, that's another one of the challenges is um, feeling like you don't have any control Um, and people will continue asking themselves, well, what did I do today? I can't remember. Um, What is my purpose? I don't know where do I start. So then there's this kind of confusion within themselves too that they're they're constantly building up this extra stress because they're not really focused on anything. You know they're mm-hmm. focused on not knowing. And so one of the uh, suggestions would be to really um, not really ask, keep asking yourself the question. In. And maybe start flowing along in the stream and see how your boat's going. I mean, so you're paying attention to your direction.
3: Well, pick an answer, right? If you just mm-hmm. pick something, if you do something, if you take action, you're going to find out what the next thing is, and it actually releases the stress and the pent-up tension. Just go for it. So, but be aware that you're doing it. Pay attention. You know, you wouldn't walk out into the middle of a crowded street just. Blindly, you would look around, you would see if there was a traffic light, you'd see if there's cars coming, if there's any dangerous conditions, if there's other people walking. You know, you pay attention. And right, you know, most people only pay attention if they're in a new environment. They actually ignore their uh, most comfortable or familiar environments, which is why most car accidents happen within two blocks of being home. Sure. Because you just get comfortable and you go on autopilot, you don't think about it.
2: Well, and you know, you know that's coming back to making peace with where you're at
3: mm-hmm. so you
2: really you're really um, going in the flow I mean that's that's a huge decision right there because then you're able to um, know kind of your the direction because otherwise you're just more or less scrambling along and um, if you're tied in with uh, other happy feelings you know that you can have as you go even though you might not have that big purpose um, in mind uh, that's going to also make it so that you're more receptive to things that show up and when you're in more of a happy state and you're more receptive then uh, I think that's part of the laws of attraction in there too that um, things will be drawn to you rather than repelled because you're in different you know vibration And so, you know, it's really um, having more of a a wholeness feeling in yourself, too, that your expectation is things are going to show up. And interestingly, um, Wayne Dwyer said, when I chased after money, I never had enough. When I got my life on purpose and focused on giving of myself and everything that arrived into my life, then I was prosperous. And I think that's really a, a pretty profound statement,
3: Absolutely. Well, life is an echo. Everything, whatever you're putting out is what you're getting back. Wherever you're focusing is what you're going to see. Everything is reciprocal and it all depends on where your mindset. I was just, I was reading this morning about health and people were saying it's this, uh, Who I don't remember who it was, but they said that your physical health is actually just a reflection of your mental health, of, of your mindset. So it's everything is a, of a distortion or a reflection or a refraction of everything else. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and you know, one thing, you know, anything that's happening in one area of your life is happening somewhere else too. So once you start focusing on, okay, I'm going to clean up my mindset, everything in your life is going to change. Or, you know, if you focus on your health, you know, because everything has to change to accommodate that new commitment and your schedule will change and the way that you approach your work and you're going to have more energy and the way you shop and the way you cook, like everything changes. When you make one change, everything changes. And that's the power of focus.
2: Well, and it's the power of being awake too. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because as we float along you know it, it's like being in the stream if we're not awake we can run into you know boulders and get a rip mm-hmm. in our boat and not know we're sinking mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
2: so yeah. you know there's, there, there's kind of a five level um, observation too where if people are focused at these different levels you know so you can kind of go up and down a scale um, from a lifetime perspective um if you have a feeling of purpose, I mean what is your life purpose? That's part of what, what our challenge is. Um part of the discussion is how do you even arrive at that? But it's really taking some time and, and um thinking about it in a positive direction, you know, with a, a subset of listening and uh doing some research feeling about how you feel about different things that come up too. So sometimes you might be doing your life purpose just by not feeling like you're doing something on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so it can be somewhat confusing. Um, But here's some thoughts on from a yearly perspective, if you aren't sure, you can um, take some time and, you know, jot down in a journal as you track along or Find out you know or take a look at some of the things that that really f- you feel are important to you um, what you know what is the thing that you care so much about that you're really willing to do it for free i mean that's that's a huge decision prospect mm-hmm. um, you know you can look at your passions we explored passions in the last couple of um discussions in our mighty gem discussions and passions are really another one of these mighty gems that um, you know you have a lot of fa- passions and feelings but you know that's really um, it's like a, a portfolio and by having this portfolio you can look at the different values these have in different levels and when you start looking at your passions and then the things that matter to you, there's kind of an overlap, the intersection. And when you can find something that you're passionate about and things that that you care about, um, this can help you in determining this point of connection as a life purpose, possibly. And when you think about it... Um, It's important to also have some kind of a mission statement for yourself. I mean, that sounds like a business owner, but really, even a personal person should have a mission statement. It makes you feel empowered.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And keeping it to 10 words or less will make it easier to remember, (laughs) because I know that's difficult when when we power up and we get eloquent, we poetic, you know, we just flow with it, or at least that's what happens to me. I write it down and I go on with life, Yeah, you know, I forget and I go, wow, that was really cool. Um, what was it I said? And <laughs> so it's really relating back to in a way that you can remember it so that you can apply it too. And when you do this, um, you can do it um, and then because we're talking longer periods of time, you know, your lifetime or whatever – think about it in terms of it. it's not all done it's really being a situation where you you continue to refine it and oh, that's
3: right. that's the whole point know. of life right just keep yeah. refining your life and keep but refining yourself okay. Hmm.
2: I mean that's part of I think part of the challenge is people keep in that negative not knowing that they have the capacity to try and fail and try and fail and not like you're going to give up well some people do but it's like you keep refining think of it in the terms of refinement rather than uh, it being wrong because you're the only one that knows it's wrong other people are looking at you going wow that person's really um, you know moving through and figuring out and wow that that seems really cool <laughs> mm-hmm. you know how how someone else observes your intentions Sometimes they're missed when we think about them too deeply. And um, when you look at the lifetime level, then you can back up a little bit and look at it on shorter term, like yearly, weekly, and daily. And it's interesting when you take a look at the weekly, or for myself, I've been focused on weekly focuses because it really helps to set the stage for the plan and one day at a time, sometimes it's too short, but if you have a longer term uh, view, it flows from day to day, kind of like your steady stream. And it's interesting because you end up in the same space sometimes um, with not too much effort that, you know, if you take a look at it from this captured view. So it goes on and on as um, a river would flow.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: um, You know, there's some acronyms called MIT, which is most important tasks. So you might want to take note that, you know, when you break things down into some real detail, if you take a a look at something and break it down into maybe one or two ideas, you know, that's really, can I finish this today? And if you don't finish it today… Um, then it moves on to the next day so you start with the next one and by really keeping a look at um, what you're doing and keeping in touch with it you're keeping it at the forefront so you're not just forgetting about it and going on and on and I think from a forgetting perspective we don't want to forget our commercial (laughs) so we are going to take a quick break and we will be focused when we get back
1: Have you ever met a muse or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination, and that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity, but now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. IntelliKey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. So what is human IntelliKey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintelliKey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellikey.com That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y dot com. You are listening to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with D. Lee. To reach the program today, please call one 888 346-9141. That's one 346 9141 You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show.
2: Welcome back to Mighty Gems. And we're talking about focus. Um, focusing on um, levels that we can actually apply some focus on and see that things are getting checked off or list or finished. And um, if they're not finished, then we move along to the next process. And part of this is really setting goals for ourselves in a, in a level that we can be applying them either daily or um, we're in that present mode. And you can really have a feeling like you're getting somewhere too. And I, I know that I remember... I don't know if this is um just me but i remember when um multitasking started becoming very much vogue and i was really um it didn't feel very comfortable for myself because i've always been a step-by-step person and when we started noticing that more and more multitasking was happening it was like i for myself it's it sh- it was a big shift, and um, I felt very disturbed by it. When I got past that point, it became so normal. Then I kept asking myself, well, why is it I'm feeling so distracted? <laughs> it was it was really kind of almost counterproductive but do you recall having been on a focal path yourself and then getting multitasking focused i mean do you know how that felt when you shifted totally
3: totally and as i've gotten older um i tend to focus much more distinctly on one thing at a time or maybe two <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for me, that's way less than it used to be. So, yeah, I used to be able to juggle 10, 10 things at once. And I, pr- I, I had pride about that. I thought that was just the coolest thing ever. But now I recognize that it's really, I've things have slowed down a lot for me. And it makes a big difference. You get that quality of life when you have focus. And you actually have the ability to complete things quicker um and with more depth. Because you're not distracted. (laughs) It's quality, yeah.
2: And Tony Mm -hmm. Robbins said, where focus goes, energy flows. And where energy flows, whatever you're focusing on grows. In other words, your life is controlled by what you focus on. That's why you need to focus on where you want to go, not on what you fear. When you next find yourself in a state of uncertainty, resist your fear. Shift your focus toward where you want to go and your actions will take you in that direction. I think that's pretty awesome.
3: Oh, brilliant. Absolutely. And it's so true. It's just so true. You know, The it, I think that's what takes us out, is if we're feeling uncertain, um, suddenly it's like, oh gosh, I don't know what to do. I was just reading um, someone the other day who said that when you're actually up-leveling your your frequency, when you're upgrading your life, it will actually feel like that. It's going to feel really unstable because you're doing something new, and a lot of times what you're doing is you're clarifying. And so once people get to that place of like, oh, I'm at the next level, why- Wow, it's empty, and you know I'm not sure what to do. They've created space in their life, and they interpret that as kind of like a desolate, barren place. And something must be wrong because they're not feeling overwhelmingly ecstatically happy. But that's kind of the whole point: is to get to that place where you're open, where you you know you you're available to what life is bringing to you. So, but in that moment, a lot of people try to either fill it up, stuff it with something else, or um, the fear takes over because they don't know what's next.
2: Yeah, and fear has a whole set of factors that go along with it, too. I mean, you start
3: mm-hmm.
2: trying to push stuff, stuff that direction. And sometimes we just um, kind of push in the wrong directions. So what, what that gets back to on these different levels of focus, you know, if you're pushing along at the, at the lifetime level and you're pushing it in the wrong direction, that will affect everything down to your core.
3: Well, and it it changes the direction of your life. Everything. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have, I just, (laughs) I just found a new massage therapist and she's, she's amazing. But I said, well, how did you get into this? And she goes, well, I went to school for pre-med. And I said, what? You're going to be a doctor and now you're a massage therapist. I don't understand. She's, yeah, I just didn't want to do that. So I went to engineering school. I was like, <laughs> what? And she said, yeah, I got to my last semester and said, this isn't it either. And then she, she, and she moved out of state to go to school. So she was gone for like eight or nine years going to school for a career she was never going to do. And she finally came back and said, yep, went full circle, came back, started doing massage, and now I'm here. So, you know, it's uh, it's interesting how our life loops will bring us back to where we need to be. Um, but, you know, we also need to explore that stuff. She learned a lot. I said, do you use that in your work now? She said, all the time, you know, both for ergonomics and for understanding the human anatomy. And she said, so all this stuff, you know, makes me better at what I do now. She said, you know, I not, I would not necessarily have done it if I had known that that was where I was going to end up. And she said, I would have missed a lot if I had done that. So, You know, it's where you, you know, you just have to follow what feels right for you.
2: Well, or you follow what, where you're being led in some cases. Absolutely. I mean, sometimes we don't know where we're headed. (laughs) Mm hmm Yeah.
3: And that's actually the greatest thing ever, because when you're in that not knowing place, that's your jumping off place to possibility. Mm -hmm. So, you know, because if you know everything, then you're not going to be open. You're going to say, oh, I know that already. I don't need to look there. But if you're oh. in the not knowing place, you're going to stop and say, wait a second, I need to notice this or what do I do about that? You know, how do I get to the grocery store from my new house in this new town? You, you and don't take it for granted.
2: <laughs> when you take the, the time to look around between your house and your new grocery store, you might run into some neighbors that might be good to talk to, you know, so that you're also slowing down enough to pay attention and feel along the way rather than just getting to the end result of the grocery store. Mm-hmm. So uh, of course I would just of... do a straight line. <laughs> I'll just get in, get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grocery shopping can be interesting.
3: We... Yeah, I'm thinking about starting to walk around my neighborhood just to you know see who's around.
2: Well, it's interesting too because um, the discussions we've had um, with know how to pay attention and look around and be present i mean that's what we're we're really talking about is being present wherever you are as a present (laughs) (laughs) then um if you walk around your neighborhood and pay attention to where you're walking hopefully you don't walk without paying attention but um the idea is that um, take a look at nature, you know, and, and interestingly, um, I've had a curiosity about trees recently. So I've been taking photos of different trees, and they each have their own personality. So you start really looking at, well, what if you if this tree could speak? You know, what would they share? Just think of the history and also the sharing of of what they've been through. Not knowing all of that, then. Look at how um, empowering they are. They're silent and they're strong. Look at their strength. You know, feel their strength. They're grounded. And um, someone was talking about um, how they felt. And I suggested them go and find a favorite tree. Interestingly, they found a whole row of trees. And they said, well, I had, yeah, you know, I couldn't pick one. So I made the suggestion that they go for a walk with their trees, and that'll be more information to follow, but <laughs> it was more like, wow, you know, here's a row of trees that are just so beautiful, and and they're, they each look like they would have a personality. So just envision um, if, if we could learn from and listen to some of the things that are just so close to us. Um, you know, and some of this is really looking at how um we relate to our outside world, but it's so close and yet so far.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: how much we we miss because we're not, you know, really embracing those those things that actually matter.
3: Yeah, you know, I remember Cher, I think it was Cher, who said more people think about what they're going to do eat for dinner or where they're going to go on vacation as opposed to what they're actually doing with their lives. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you really have to stop and be honest with yourself. Think about what is really moving your life toward what you want. Uh, And so something that um, I tried, actually, this was a really good exercise to do an 80-20 analysis. You know, look at most, you know, it's the Pareto principle where 80% of your results are coming from 20% of your activities. And so if you just continuously call out or get rid of the things that aren't actually moving your life forward, you save a lot of time and you achieve more of what you want faster and easier so well, you feel
2: more abundant too mm-hmm. i mean yep. amazingly how many people don't think that time has value
3: that isn't that's is shocking to me
2: <laughs> well i mean seriously you know just the the time that you take to do something if you didn't do that whatever the thing was um it's it's like and you combine it with something, or you power up so that you're not running from one end of the area to the other for these little tiny jobs. You know, the time factor right now in our current location, they're trying to cram all of the construction in while the weather's still around, that they can do that. So everything is just blossomed with construction and time sitting waiting. <laughs> <laughs> for mm. things to move as you're trying to get somewhere and move somewhere. So it it's it's very interesting because with all of that um it just things get lost in in process because you're just waiting. But you could actually take that time and not sit there grumbling but to to move your needle forward by you know thinking about some of your um other prospects that you could could actually be you know doing something that's a good task for yourself
3: Mm -hmm. and
2: so it's it's really having things that um you have two or three things maybe but not a whole bunch that you're trying to get together and um multitasking obviously is not what we're suggesting it's more from the standpoint of you know what has value so there's there's really um you know, when when I started really shifting my own perspective too, I've been finding that um, my day is so busy, and busy busyness is a is kind of an out because busyness can be a whole set of different elements that a lot of them could be considered distractions, or we sort of invent them on our to do list. And so, it's really taking a look at your to do list too, and saying, okay, what is what is important. You know, how does that value line up with the other things that I need to do? So, you're really taking a look at what do I need to do first to focus, you know, because I'll hire the focus. Um, What I've been finding recently is I really take whenever I get up, um, I – really almost take a half an hour and tune in myself to some really wonderful music and get myself kind of almost channeled into some really good music to start with because it really helps shift the the transition. And now as I'm shifting in my transition, I start really touching inside of myself so I can actually start writing. And it's very interesting if the days where I don't get that Um, benefit or take that benefit myself um, I find myself kind of scattered and you start planning to do some of these things where you take something important to do it first and make sure that you do this on a consistent basis it'll feel very helpful so that you can you can feel not um, overpowered or not having to actually do multitasking to get to a certain level that you're trying to get to that can also be not just core tasks, but also um, how do you deal with things during the day after that first part of the day? Do you do things just haphazardly? You know, the phone rings, the emails show up. Um, How do you connect to these different things? Um, You know, so there's a lot of comments on that Uh, Mm -hmm. in getting from one end of the day to the other without feeling like you're, your stream has just gone over the, the waterfall. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, they say you know don't uh, just turn off your email or turn your um, your ringer down on your on your computer so that you don't hear it every time and ding ding ding. So just let it go and don't check it. They say don't even check it in the morning. Richard Branson evidently. Um, he what he does is the night before, he writes out his three top priorities. The next morning he comes in, he does those before he does anything else. He doesn't answer the phone calls, doesn't pick up the phone, doesn't check his email. He only does those three things. So once he's accomplished his mo- three most important things, then he can do all the other urgent stuff. So... Um, and when you have that kind of focus, now, you know, there's no distraction, you avoid temptations, because you know what you're trying to get done and why, because it's moving your life forward. So, uh, you know, one of my clients said, you know, I was just so hooked on Facebook, she actually like got rid of her account, she took it off her cell phone, she said I was like miserable the first three days, because that's all I did, <laughs> but oh, wow. now she's gotten much more productive, and she actually set it up so that she only answers her emails twice Twice a day, and um, and you know the other thing is that uh, I personally found helpful was to actually. Um, not fill my calendar with tasks just to schedule big chunks of time. And to um, I I don't have every moment like filled so that I can go and do what I need to do. You know, I work best when I have variety and stimulation. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if I can kind of slow things down a little bit, I find I'm more productive and I set an end time. I have a start date to my day or start time and an end time and that's it. So, uh, you know, whatever I can do, I can do great. But I... I'm not going to get all on a Twitter about it get Twitter pated that I didn't get everything done because, you know, nothing, nobody's going to die. Countries are still stand, you know, (laughs) like the sun will shine. So, you know, you just do the very best that you can possibly do. And if you can attain a flow state, then uh, by being in that calm state, then you actually will accomplish at least twice as much, maybe three times as much than if you had tried to force it and um, push it through when you weren't in the right timing for it to happen.
2: Well and, and taking uh, time to reward yourself because you get through something I mean it's really uh, a few minute break every hour you know you can, it can not take very long you can really just get up stretch and meditate you know go outside you know breathe um, feel good about what you've done or or you know check in on um you know, moving through your list in, in a sense of progression is also very helpful.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: it's really, f- you know, feeling, I think, is a key, is having an emotional and attaching it to how you've been accomplishing, you know, something. Um,
3: yeah. And with that, I think we actually need to take a break ourselves. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> okay. We'll be back in two. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Have you ever met a muse or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination, and that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity, but now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. Inteliki dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the inteliki to become a cat. So what is human inteliki? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellikey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellikey.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. are listening to mighty gems spotlighting everyday jewels with d lee to reach the program today please call 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send us an email to jewels at MightyGems.com. now back to this week's show
2: welcome back to mighty gems and we're being very focused on enjoying being focused. <laughs> <laughs> and Rhonda DeBrine said, you cannot help the world by focusing on the negative things. As you focus on the world's negative events, you not only add to them, but you also bring more negative things into your own life. And you might check in if if you enjoy connecting all the time, which a lot of people do, and they don't really... Uh, think about it being um, a question to not do. Um, maybe try um, checking in with your emotion. How do you feel when you're so connected all the time? Is there, maybe you're fine. Um, I mean, it's really an observation that's very personal because it's really your your game plan, I think, to feel good and feel the joy, however you do that. And so, um You know, if if you've ever tried not doing something, I mean, it's something where you might feel panicky almost, um, that you have nothing to do. (laughs) 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 Because it's one of those, because we're feeling like we need to be productive and we have that push, push, push from moment to moment. If you just are able to sit and feel, how does it feel? Um, Are you feeling like you're wasting your time? Are you feeling anxiety? Um is it possible that you could actually take a few minutes of your day and, and just sit? Um, it's really how your mind is is needing a break or um, it might actually be um, open to more uh, ideas that can actually give you more sense of value because part of the challenge with the busyness is that um, it's an addiction. And because it's so normal out there in the normal society that that's how everyone's operating, we don't maybe question it, and so we reward it. We reward it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really how do how do we relate to it individually um, to ourselves? And so if we're we're addicted to something, we need to be paying attention. And part of you know. Some people would have a hard time looking at some of these things with a, a rating process. Is that mindless or is that mindful? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's kind of – depends upon the person. So, just think about it in the sense of um, some examples might be if if someone was, um, you know, it's taking a look at some certain thing. Uh, if everyone was smoking or drinking alcohol and that was the norm – is that a reason for you to do it? Or is the norm of email, Facebook, Twitter, texting, servicing, and all of these other potentials that you know could be addictive uh, because everyone's doing them and we're busy. And when we meet each other, we go, ooh, how are you? I'm very busy. And we feel good. Or do we not feel good? You know, it's really checking in on how you're relating to whatever you're relating to. Um, because then some people feel more in, you know, uh, connected because they're busy. And so at some point they may not feel that because when they really take the time to uh, wake up and start looking at the fact that most of what they're busy about really doesn't matter. Um, but that's again another judgment call. And so it's it's not one for us to sit and be in judgment. It's more like us to recommend that people be open to being present in their own presence and checking in with what makes them feel um, good and um, checking it so that, like, you could take a, a look at, would I rather be sitting here with my my focus on Facebook and Twitter rather than sitting in front of a sunset with your spouse or significant other um, or enjoying certain things and so it's it's really what do we feel comfortable with and individually how does that
3: Or even uncomfortable, mm because it's going to be uncomfortable the first time you do that. You're thinking, "Oh my gosh, I got to get all this stuff done. I have deadlines. What am I doing? I need to grab my phone. I need to see what's happening." You know, the first time or or few times, you know, who knows? It can be really uncomfortable to actually stop and give something focus. But it's only with focus that you're just unstoppable in achieving what it is that you really want, because you're going to get more done in less time. So you'll have lots of time left over to to savor these special moments the things that you've forgotten over time so mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and the question to ask, you know, in those moments are, you know, is this moving my life toward what I really want or not? And if not, of course, you know, it's time to make a change. Or am I wasting time to avoid something that's important? You know, maybe you're putting off having a conversation or procrastinating or, you know, whatever it is, just be honest with yourself so that you can make a, an informed choice about what you're doing. So. You know, if, uh, it's monkey mind. You know, there's the Buddhists coined the term monkey mind to talk about how it feels to have your mind racing from one thought to another. So, if you can stay out of monkey mind, <laughs> then your life, the quality of your life is going to improve. So, Yeah,
2: you know. it's kind of a cycle, too.
3: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so,
2: some of it's coming back to being able to make a decision because sometimes we're so busy we can't make a decision.
3: Mm-hmm. or
2: maybe the yeah. mind is racing so far and extreme any decision is not a good decision it's better to stop mm-hmm. and so when you feel like that um maybe it's time to go to bed and park it um it's better or do, not something
3: the, to do something to change state. Yeah, yeah
2: it's like a drastic Tony Robbins would say that yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's like taking yourself out of the situation or giving yourself time or if it doesn't quite feel right being awake and connected to yourself you can have that luxury to say well and maybe it's not a luxury it's more of a a uh, method to be actually uh, to save yourself in some process to give yourself that extra time so you can make a good decision
3: Mm-hmm. Because when you
2: 're not focused you 're probably not going to consider everything correctly, so that your decision might have a challenge or mm-hmm. an effect that you won't want to have so it's it 's the energy again coming back to um where do we direct it, and do we give all of our attention to one one thing or in one direction um, and if we focus in what in that and we feel good about it it's going to be happening. You know, there's going to be progress. Um, Progress is another word that's determined by the person. So, really, from that energetic, um, if you pay attention to something and move forward with it, um, whatever you're focusing on is going to probably be something that uh, you'll feel it has actually um, happened, you know, so you can feel good about it, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And if we really look at it, um, paying attention and being focused, there's a story about um, if you come up to a uh, a beach and there's four boats, if you step in and you're trying to go from point on the boat on the beach over to an island, um, the multitasking would say that you want to take all four boats because you might get there faster. Well, if you're only mm-hmm. one person and you put your your hand in one boat. <laughs> one hand in another Each boat <laughs> feet in one boat and you're you're going to have yourself scattered um, if you put yourself all in all of yourself in one boat you're going to get to the island in a better way and that would be considered focus
3: mm-hmm. well busy is an illusion and really it, life is a purse it's like a big purse the more you <laughs> got going the more you just shove in it you know it's just it's like just <laughs> kind of keep going so you know but really if you want to get things done I mean there's just a few things you need to do one decide you know because commitment has power and when you decide something it means it's not kind of wandering around it's not like you're just interested you have decided you've decided right now you're going to do something and that means you're going to probably take action as a result of that decision so decide even one thing and it will change your life and then focus because energy will go wherever you're directing it and then from there you want to do it once you've decided to do it the next you know the logical outcome that's going to happen is that things are going to change so you know so if you're sitting in a boat but it's not going anywhere you got to paddle you know so you got to do it
2: you have to do yeah it. steve case said you shouldn't focus on why you can't do something which is what most people do you should focus on why perhaps you can't and be one of the exceptions nice and that that's a, clear, <laughs> that's a clear idea. Mm-hmm. Um, part of how to focus, I mean, that's some, sometimes a confusion. People are running around in circles trying to find the, how to do it. Um, you know, some discussion about that would be to figure out your, your boundaries. I mean, decide how, how you want to operate. Do you want to start your day at 8 o'clock and stop at 5? You know, that's, that's doable. Uh, Some people get confused by it because you're all of a sudden now not there (laughs) and might get challenged by it. But, you know, this is... Some people
3: just want to work 11 to 3, you know, when their kids are at school. That's it. And so what do you do when you set that kind of boundary? you got to do the most important thing first. Exactly. You just have to.
2: And as your focus, you know, really being... um, setting other distractions, you know, remove the distractions or identify what the distractions are and that could be clutter on your desk, it could be music, it could be other people, it could be phones going off. I mean, remove yourself from or remove them from your your focus. And by getting this clearly identified and clear your motivation to get going um, and doing one thing at one time, you'll actually see some results. And that makes it it snowball too, because when you start seeing that result, it can become uh the basis for a habit change. And when you start changing a habit, you know, things happen because you're repeating something. And Earl Nightingale said, Whatever we plant in our subconscious mind and nourish with repetition and emotion will one day become a reality. So it becomes obvious that Um, You Start doing habits and give yourself time and enjoyment in between these things um, and breathe in between, which is critical. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You might want to focus and say, am I breathing? Hmm, I think I'm here. (laughs) Um, You know, it's really, uh, how are you breathing? Are you breathing deeply? Are you feeling anxiety? Um, Really take time and, and enjoy the moment because I think that's where we keep losing track of our life. Um. you know, take a moment and really capture that.
3: Just be um, present.
2: And be Being present.
3: Because really
2: present. that's mm-hmm. really, I think, where we float in and out and can actually find that we don't remember when we actually should be remembering all the moments of our day. You know, when you get to the end of the day and say, "Hmm, where have I been? You know, do you have a track record somewhere of saying, by moment, this is where I'm at? probably mm-hmm. not you know how do you well, I've about heard. It? yeah
3: we don't remember our day but we'll remember the moments oh mm-hmm. yeah when so-and-so called oh yeah when i wanted to go and do this oh when i went over there whatever it is like we remember the moments we don't remember the days really mm-hmm.
2: and sometimes the the day is as you're describing it is uh, very simple i just you know i just enjoyed today i walked in nature i enjoyed the colors i enjoyed the feeling I enjoyed the music. And really, it comes back to feeling sparkly. How do you, how do you sparkle and feel um, as you're enjoying your, whatever your environment is? So as we have been working with Mighty Gems and working as it works us as well, um, we're out prospecting and looking at going forward. Buddha said, the trouble is you think you have time. And as we all know, time evaporates, and so we, want, we are suggesting the focus that you start doing it now. And as we continue to connect within ourselves to nature and to others with one insight, one choice, and one action, we feel like it's broadening our prospecting arena, and we can actually go up and beyond where we have ever been. And Buddha also said, in the sky there is no distinction, of East and West, people create distinctions out of their own minds and then believe them to be true. So be careful what you believe. And we believe we'll be here next week, Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great, focused weekend.
1: For joining D Lee for Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week.